Chapter Thirty Five of Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book Three. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shasta, Oakland, California discourses on the first decade of titus livius book three by niccolo machiavelli translated by ninian hill thompson chapter thirty five of the danger incurred in being the first to recommend new measures and that the more unusual the measures the greater the danger. How perilous a thing it is to put one's self at the head of changes whereby many are affected, how difficult to guide and bring them to perfection, and, when perfected, to maintain them, were too wide and arduous a subject to be treated here. Wherefore, I reserve it for a fitter occasion and shall now speak only of those dangers which are incurred by the citizens of a republic or by the counsellors of a prince in being the first to promote some grave and important measure in such manner that the whole responsibility attending it rests with them for as men judge of things by their results, any evil which ensues from such measures will be imputed to their author, and although if good ensue he will be applauded, nevertheless in matters of this kind what a man may gain is as nothing to what he may lose selim the present sultan or grand turk as he is called being in readiness as some who have come from his country relate to set forth on an expedition against egypt and syria was urged by one of his bashaws whom he had stationed on the confines of persia to make war upon the sophim in compliance with which advice he went on this new enterprise with a vast army but coming to a great plain wherein were many deserts and a few streams and encountering the same difficulties as in ancient times had proved the ruin of many roman armies he suffered so much from pestilence and famine that although victorious in battle he lost a great part of his men this so enraged him against the bashaw on whose advice he had acted that he forthwith put him to death in like manner we read of many citizens who having strenuously promoted various measures were banished when these turned out badly certain citizens of rome for instance were very active in forwarding a law allowing the appointment of a plebeian 
to be consul. This law passing, it so happened that the first plebeian consul who went forth with the armies was routed, and had it not been that the party in whose behalf the law was made was extremely powerful, its promoters would have fared badly. It is plain, therefore, that the councillors, whether of a republic or of a prince, stand in this dilemma, that if they do not conscientiously advise whatsoever they think advantageous for their city or prince, they fail in their duty. If they do advise it, they risk their places and their lives, all men being subject to this infirmity of judging advice by the event. When I consider in what way this reproach or this danger may best be escaped, I find no other remedy to recommend than that in giving advice you proceed discreetly, not identifying yourself in a special manner with the measure you would see carried out, but offering your opinion without heat and supporting it temperately and modestly so that if the prince or city follow it they shall do so of their own good will and not seem to be dragged into it by your importunity when you act thus neither prince nor people can reasonably bear you a grudge in respect of the advice given by you since that advice was not adopted contrary to the general opinion for your danger lies in many having opposed you who afterwards should your advice prove hurtful combine to ruin you and although in taking this course you fall short of the glory which is earned by him who stands alone against many in urging some measure which succeeds you have nevertheless two advantages to make up for it first that you escape danger and second that when you have temperately stated your views and when in consequence of opposition your advice has not been taken should other counsels prevail and mischief come to them your credit will be vastly enhanced and although credit gained at the cost of misfortune to your prince or city cannot be a matter of rejoicing still it is something to be taken into account on this head then i know of no other advice to offer for that you should be silent and express no opinion at all were a course hurtful to your prince or city and which would not absolve you from danger since you would soon grow to be suspected when it might fare with you as with the friend of perseus the macedonian king for perseus being defeated by paulus emilius and making his escape with a few companions it happened that one of them in reviewing the past began to point out to the king many mistakes which he had made and which 
had been his ruin whereupon perseus turning upon him said traitor hast thou waited till now when there is no remedy to tell me these things and so saying slew him with his own hand such was the penalty incurred by one who was silent when he should have spoken and who spoke when he should have been silent and who found no escape from danger in having refrained from giving advice wherefore i believe that the course which i have recommended should be observed and followed End of chapter 35